This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig, and I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I've uh, got uh, our founder, Rocky Fleming, with me. We want to share some stuff with you. Welcome, Rocky. Thank you, Brian. Good to be here or near you anyway. Yeah, that's right. Um, we uh, we wanted to, to let all of you just know about uh, a leadership gathering that we're having uh, next week uh, and uh, ask your help in praying for uh, the gathering that's going to happen and and just wanted to explain a little bit about what's going on. Um, so, uh, so Rocky, let's, uh, I, I want to go back to last year when we had intentions of asking our leadership to come in for a conference, and this was COVID year last year. And we ended up doing a uh, an online attempt, a live stream attempt, and yeah. and we had men and women from around who, who jumped on. And we the, the live stream part was really strange because we were sitting in an empty auditorium trying to speak to nobody. That was a yeah. little strange, but um, we did part of it via Zoom, and that part was a little bit better. But uh, so this is uh, maybe our second attempt at trying to do this live, though. And uh, there's uh, so anyway, this is all happening next week, and. We got people coming in from all over the country, so so let's let's talk a little bit about why we're doing this, Rocky. And uh, I want to get your perspective on that, and I've got my own perspective. But uh, why why do you think we need to bring our top leaders together for a gathering for, you know, every few years? Well, Brian, I think it's pretty uh, well documented that we don't see ourselves as an event ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that our main work is in the area of discipleship in small groups. However, when you have small groups uh, that know each other, uh, it's oftentimes good to bring them together and to celebrate. And I think in Bakersfield, our, our region out there does a great job with their M6s. They meet once a month and they generally have up 300, a little bit more, 350 people that come and it's, it's, it's communities and they celebrate. And then uh, once a year, they gather in, the, in, in this year was in the mountains. And that, I think they had about 750 men that joined them on that. It's called M24. So uh, although we're not event ministry, some of our ministries have events, is what I'm saying. And uh, But so uh, our primary interest in gathering people is celebration and nurturing, uh, helping them to uh, find a place of growth, uh, grace of re- place of retreat. Uh, a place that they can be refreshed with like-minded believers. And and by and large, the thing that is held in common with the vast majority of people that come to our conferences that we've had have been the, uh, it's the journey and the discipleship process that is the mainstay of what we do. And so whenever we've had our national conferences before, versus the leadership conference that we have right now. Although this is a national leadership conference, the ones before opened it up to people that were not necessarily in the the leadership area of being guides or being regional directors or being sister regional director or being board members or being staff and people that are heavily involved with journey groups where they've been leading journey groups for years and not only leading them, but reproducing them. These are our prime leaders right there. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we're only going to have about 125 people at this one. Uh, and it's going to represent a, a, a national draw, even down to Costa Rica, where people are strongly committed to the discipleship process using the journey. Um, and uh, and they're, and they're, they're coming in for the reasons we talked about, to be refreshed, to be re- uh, blessed, to be encouraged and nurtured. Um, and hopefully one day we'll get back to being able to have a larger group of people that will be able to join us that will, will it, it extend it beyond the numbers we have now. But, you know, Brian, I think that since we are coming back after not having had a physical come together for a good while with the global office uh, sponsoring the national conference or the national summit, we feel like it was important to start with these key leaders first mm-hmm. because they are the ones who will take what is they they gain in coming together back to their regions, back to to their branches, back to the people that that they are involved with, and reproduce the effect of it back there. And so uh, that kind of sets the stage of why we do it is for nurturing uh, and, and retreat, um, but also for continue to infuse the DNA of who we are, why we're that way. And why we do what we do the way we do it. Well, and I think um, a sense that we've had uh, is that, with first of all, if if the enemy was going to come after this ministry, and he and he had his target list out of most wanted men, it would be men like the ones that are going to come to this conference because these yeah. are the ones who are stepping out in in leadership and in faith and and making an impact you know, in all the different cities. Yeah. So these are, these are guys that are under a lot of attack. I think there's a lot of, a lot of strange things going on, a lot of spiritual warfare. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, I think um, the times we live in are so tumultuous and and the crazy times that we live in that um, we got to stay true, make sure our leaders are staying true to who we are and, and the true North of Jesus. And, and there, it's a time of, we feel like God's calling us to a time of consecration, a time of really, purifying ourselves to make sure that we're, our souls are all healthy, that, that we are uh, sharpening one another, that we're ready for times that could get dark, could be, could be difficult to be in ministry uh, and that are coming right in front of us. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I, I, I will tell you this. I think that, uh, that Christians and, and groups like this gathering uh, have enemies. And I think they, they will come to seek to do us well many ways. The first one is the spiritual enemy who uh, is able to attack us and accuse us and, and uh, give us fears of all kinds and create all kinds of issues within us. And he's unseen. Right? Sometimes we just think it's just circumstances or maybe just the way we think or whatever, but there's a spiritual battle that goes on with uh, within people like this gathering at this conference. There's going to be a battle before they ever come. I mean, this whole thing about, well, would they be there? Because they might you know, get fearful there. We had a couple dropouts, but uh, they were quickly replaced by people that are waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think not only in this day and time, it's not just a spiritual enemy. I think that there's physical threat, too. I mean, we've seen uh, where Christians have gathered at different places, different functions, and it's and you've had agitators that's come. 
Uh, you've had people with uh, with uh, Nagentis, and uh, and we're we're praying against that. We're praying that we'll be able to to be able to be centralized on our mission of this, and that's to draw Christian men close to Jesus, and then send those Christian men back so that they can help minister to their world around them. Now, we're not wanting to exclude anybody from coming to Jesus. That's our mission is to help them come to know Jesus and walk with him. We're not, we're not going to exclude anybody from that, believe me. But there's a time that we need to take our leaders aside and nurture them and help them, uh, equip them actually to be able to go back out and make that kind of money. So that's why we have asked for saturation prayer. Yeah. And and that's there's a there's a big, big, big prayer battle going on right now on behalf of those men that are coming and also the families that they're leaving and also the conference itself. So there's a, a battle going on with spiritual uh, prayers that are going on against this warfare we know, know we're going to have. Yeah, we've got uh, we put out a call for uh, 60 intercessors and we were able to we got that very quickly, 60 different people, men and women from around the country who signed up to said that they would be willing to intercede and pray for one or two specific men and and not just before the conference, but during the conference. And so that's underway right now. And uh, also, uh, we're going to be putting out an announcement that uh, on Thursday night, the opening night of our conference, which will be around seven o'clock central time on Thursday, the 23rd of September, um, we're going to have a Zoom call for anybody who wants to gather for a prayer. Uh, And uh, Jamie Lind, our communications coordinator, is going to lead that effort but uh, we'll put the link out on that. So anyone who would get together on a Zoom call to pray for the summit together, uh, they're going to do it at the exact same time that we're kind of launching our opening session on that Thursday night. So there's a lot of prayer going on, which is really encouraging. Yes. And, you know, this part of the spiritual armament, by the way, it talks about, you know, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness and all that, shield of faith, uh, and then the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. And then it says, above all, pray. <laughs> Above all, above all of that. In other words, the 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 most important thing in our spiritual armor is prayer. Mm. And so we requested and we respected and we envy uh, our prayer partners that they would have a heart to do that because it is a special person to not necessarily attend a conference, but we want that conference to be blessed and they're willing to put time and effort to pray. And ask the Lord to do that. I believe God will reward that person, by the way. Hmm. And in many times, you know, the scriptures talk about that, that the things that we do to help others, God himself comes back and does the same for us. So we're, we're expecting a blessing to be coming back on our prayer partners as well. Yeah, and and, and you said it earlier, I think, but, but what we hope is that uh, the Holy Spirit shows up and, and there's just such a great uh, fire that happens amongst all the men there. And then it's like these guys take their torch and light it and they bring it back home to their regions and yeah. share that, share that fire, you yeah. know, let, let, let it spread all over the country. And even in these Costa Rica and Colombia, South America and other places where we are, um, let these guys go back and enthuse the other people that couldn't come yeah. and let it, let it create some momentum for this ministry. Well, that's the whole concept of, of the organic reproduction of the church It's never to be just for oneself it's it's to find what one needs but then it's also to help include other people within that whenever we say share jesus i think a lot of times we think okay talk about jesus 
Uh-uh. I think it's more than that. I think it's shared Jesus within us. We share the hope. We share the vision. We, see, we share the delight. We share the fruit of his spirit in our life. That's sharing Jesus. The per- person of Jesus is who we share, not information about Jesus. That's just one little check off there. But the biggest thing is that we share him. And so my, my request on this whole thing is that the men there are going to have probably the, the, the greatest anointing of their life of feeling the Holy Spirit moving over them and stirring within them. And that it become a catalyst for their lives to go home and share Jesus, mm-hmm. the Jesus that's in them. Do it with their, their spouses, their children, uh, their neighbors, their church, their friends. We call that their world. Our particular world are those people within our sphere of influence. And we're wanting them to be able to experience that, to be able to let their world be impacted by this Jesus that they know. Mm. Well, and and uh, we have a program that we put together, but um, these gatherings always tend to be way more than just about the program. Yeah. I mean, the, the program is just a little bit of a, a an infrastructure, but the Holy Spirit does so many so many other things in the breakout groups, and there's so much cross pollination and uh, DNA transfer that happens just in little side conversations in the dining hall and and in times alone with the Lord, and and so uh, you can't really even predict how it's going to go but uh but we are going to record we are going to record the talks the, the major talks and we will be you know sharing those probably as podcasts in coming you know weeks mm-hmm. so for those out there that would like to hear what you know i know rocky you're going to do a talk about the importance of soul health um which is a, is a big big deal with you always has been and it's it's a key part of of the ministry you know how's your soul um uh, I'm going to be doing a little uh, montage about the his the 20 year history of influencers and where we've come from and where we're heading and and just kind of re- you know celebrate some of the things that have happened in the ministry and kind of tell the story of how it's all evolved. I'm, I'm, I'll be the historian for that. By the way, how is your book coming on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to get me fired to write that book, so this is, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping anyway. So uh, as I gather my thoughts, but. Uh, yeah, that's an inside joke, but uh, <laughs> um, we've got Greg Hewitt, another board member, who's going to be giving a talk on the DNA of this ministry and the things we've learned over the last 20 years. And uh, he's a, he's a, one of our global board members and great, great guy. Um, Nate Sweeney is going to be talking about um, how preparing yourself for leadership, you know, body, soul, and spirit you know, being, you know, cleansing, letting the Lord cleanse you body, soul, and spirit so that you're ready. So you're a warrior for the, for it to be a leader in the future. And uh, I know who knows what Nate's going to bring, but you know, it'll be good. Um, and then we're, what any of us are going to bring. Well, I know, I know. We're, <laughs> you know, we're really this program you're talking about. <laughs> I, I tend toward thinking that, that what really comes down to is, is programming when we eat and everything <laughs> in between is very much subject wow. to what the Lord's going to modify. Oh and yeah, we tend to let him do it, and when we see amazing things happen too. Yeah, yeah. You oh, know, we don't you, miss our meals. We have to show up on time. Yeah, that's that's scheduled for <laughs> sure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to put a little bit of a schedule together, you know. But, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> well, you've got a great schedule. I mean, you have done a masterful job of organizing, and I'm excited about the breakout groups and the subjects that we're going to have. And, 
And, you know, when you, the dynamics of it is you can have it all set up that the way the subject matter, but you just don't know how that's going to necessarily be delivered or how it's going to ebb and flow. But under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, it always turns out to be something better than we could have imagined. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then you kind of alluded to it uh, when you said uh, two guys dropped out and then two guys were right in the wings to fill it. I mean, we already see the Holy Spirit bringing the people that need to be there for this particular uh, moment in time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I agree with you. God just, he takes it where he wants it to go. And, and we want to, we want to be useful to the, to meet the needs of the people that are coming. And we don't always know what those are till we get there, you know, and on what people need. So well, let, we let are, me ask, you, yeah, go let ahead. ask a question here. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting to, to try to plan something like this and knowing that the most important thing that we want is not necessarily what we perceive to be the plan, but the work of the spirit. And do you think we have to kind of put it at risk somehow and give him opportunity to show up? What's your thoughts on that? Absolutely. I think um, it's, uh, and, and, you know, I think what it is is you're just willing, uh, you hold everything loosely, you know, like even like you can't be so rigid on the time schedule. If if something needs to linger a little longer or something, you got to be willing to let it go. And, and, you know, I've been in church, just as an example, I've been in church services with people who are very rigid and they're not going to change their schedule for nothing, for anything, you know, and, 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 and you, you see sometimes when God's really doing something and you almost feel like they just pull the rug out from underneath the Holy spirit, you know, cause they cut it off. Um, I've been in other churches where they let that stuff go and they're willing to call audibles when the Holy spirit's moving or doing something. And, and I like to think that we, we are those that want to follow the spirit. You know, we we welcome him to come and and mess with us and speak to us and change direction if he needs to. Just like putting the sail up, like we talk in the journey, putting the sail up and letting him fill our sails and move us. And we don't know where that's going to take us. Sometimes mm-hmm. um, we have a general idea where we think he wants to go, but he might he might change it. And I think hopefully we're sensitive enough to to follow him where he wants to take us. You know, there's a ministry that you and I both know that uh, when they're attendees come, they ask them to leave their phone and their watches off because mm. uh, they don't want them to, to look at the time. They just tell them that, you know, be at this particular point around this kind of time. Uh, we're going to be, you no, know, they say start at this time and they say, and we'll be getting through a, around this kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> in other words, they don't want the rigidity that most men have in, in their regiments. Uh, and and I think we're trying to capture that as well. We, we want to have, we want to give the, the Holy Spirit plenty of place to work, but at the same time, we don't want to just wait till then to be listening to it. Yeah. In our in our planning and our organizing, we are seeking right now to be in harmony with where He's going to go with. It. And I'm excited about what's been put together. By the way, I I can see some amazing things that are going to happen. Well, and I think it's not like this all has been put together recently. I think, I think he's been speaking to us for a long time and yes. he's been, he, he's been getting us ready for a while yeah. for this with just little messages he's been giving us and this time alone with him and our own abiding time and our own God seeking time. You know, I think so. Um, 
Yeah, and I did want to say uh, we are doing some equipping seminars, which hopefully we can record too, but they'll be more interactive where people can ask questions. And I don't know how that, we'll have to see how we can record, get get the questions and all that. But uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, dealing with the local church, which we always include that because we have Nate Sweeney leading the Abiding Network, and he's helping churches all over the country learn how to have an abiding church and how to become a disciple-making church. And so we want to help our influencers know how to deal with the local church in a winsome way, you know, not in a journey salesman kind of way, but but being influencers, you know, with the local church. Yeah. Um, also want to talk about um, our leadership structure and kind of how how we how we consider leaders in within our framework and what our concept of a leader is within influencers, which you're going to lead that one, Rocky, right. uh, with a few board members behind you. And then uh, we're going to talk about the uh, guide, the importance of mentoring be in, in the journey, guide mentoring, mentoring guides and helping raise up new leaders, uh, you know, in future years. And then also talking about how's this thing going to expand into new cities. And we're going to just talk about what we've seen and what we expect in the future and, and so it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun talking to guys and answering questions and getting some great conversations going, I think. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, we're 20 years into this ministry, so we're not a newbie. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we we don't want to grow old in our interest in, in uh, hearing the Lord and letting him continue to mature us. And, you know, the, the last 20 years has basically built the foundation of the infrastructure of influencers is going to, it's going to stand up. And the foundation has to do with the way we do things and why we do it that way, that who we are thing. And it, and, and, it, and it feeds into the way we look at our leadership, the way we nurture leadership, and also with our staff. And then our expansion, all of those things, and the structure, leadership, all of those things, you know, have a starting point from, this beginning that happened 20 years ago. And it's been built on that ever since. And, and the leaders that have been formed within this ministry have been answered prayers, to be honest with you, because that's who I began praying for early on. God raised up like-minded leaders that would join in this cause and carry the banner. And it wouldn't be just one person or just a few people, but a lot of strong, passionate leaders. And, and we're continuing to want that. We continue to want to expand this leadership base because I feel like that the global office and our regional offices, our purpose is to support them. Our purpose is to equip and to nurture those people and to help them with their ministries. And by doing that, then the organism is able to grow. Mm. Well, you know, you Rocky, you, when we were, we, we always pray before we do these podcasts, you know, that the Lord would just give us the words that we need to say. And, and you said something in your prayer, you were just saying, Lord, there's 125 guys coming, but only about 12 of these are staff guys. And I would say only half of those guys are paid staff or maybe, yeah. maybe three quarters are paid staff. Right. And, right. and I think that is very unique about influencers, you know, that, that, you had hoped that men, regular men, you don't have to be in full-time ministry, would just take this message and be, go be disciple makers and go give away the message. And it's happened. I mean, we have so many people out there who are so passionate about this ministry and no one's paying them to do it. And of course, our paid staff, they would do it for free if they could. I mean, they it's they're they not did do it for free. <laughs> yeah, they most of them did before most of us did before we joined. But um, I just mean it's just amazing these guys. 
that just the power of this volunteer army of of men and women who are just passionate about making disciples. Yeah, it's so encouraging. Well, that was one of the early messages that I had uh, from the Lord about authenticating the ordinary uh, guy who is deeply passionate in love with the Lord, authenticate his ministry, his or her ministry. Because a lot of times people didn't feel that they were legitimate unless they were paid or been full-time or in the clergy. And I saw a lot of them just demean themselves and say, well, I'm only a businessman or I'm only this. Well, I was only a businessman for many years before Journey came into being. And but I was doing the mentoring and 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 uh, coaching and, and doing the best I could to disciple with the tools that were not yet perfected in my own heart. Mm. And I think that the Lord had to perfect the journey in my own heart, my own life, uh, for me to see that and understand the principles before I could begin to help other people see it. But even then, Brian, even after Influencers was established, it was four or five years later before I ever gave up my uh, career and uh, and came on full time with being the only employee. <laughs> and, and, and but yet I relied heavily on these people that had come through the journey to to be non-paid uh, staff. And by the way, you and Frank from Tulsa were unpaid staff at one time. Mm-hmm. They were working with us uh, before you came on board as you know part of our structure. And so I guess what I'm saying is the value that we put on enabling the ordinary man and woman out there to do ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the value we see that in this ministry is that we believe that they are the reason we're here is to support their efforts and to expand this ministry within their hearts and their lives so that they can expand it outward because it's not about building a ministry. It's about delivering a message. Mm-hmm. That's what we simply do. Influencers is here formed for one reason. That's to deliver a, mess, a message that Jesus is saying, come to me, come and abide in me. And here's how I want to show you how to get here. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's all we do. Yeah, we've, we've never wanted to become this big organization that had to be, you know, kept going and and sustained and all that and we were it was more about sustaining the organization than it was about bringing the message out you know and so yeah. we've always wanted to keep it under the radar screen and just grassroots and and organic and and thank thank you to the lord we've been able to do that for the first 20 years and we we hope it doesn't change i mean we want to keep it that way yeah so our, our main concern has been trying to keep the organism healthy yeah and so an organization, you have to control it to keep it healthy, you know, financially or a lot of other checks and measures you have with a corporation or an organization you have to do. But an organism is made healthy simply by its intake of right nutrition. Uh, and if we are an organism, like Jesus said, that we are a branch on the vine, uh, in order for us to stay healthy is that we've got to always keep keep our connection healthy with the, the connection to the vine, him being the vine. Yeah. And so, you know, our our mission has always been about to keep that healthy. But, you know, we, we're not hiding. And we certainly, you know, when we say start small, go deep, pray big, but we're also saying because we think that's the best way 
to do the work we're doing big what in a big way. Yeah. Because it enables the work of the Holy Spirit to do things that mankind cannot do. And would I like to have a million people go through the journey within the next few years? Yes, I would. Then 10 and then 20 and 100 million. I would love so much to be able to see these people uh, able to have that in experience with the Lord and that journey with him, personal journey with him. And if influencers could be an instrument in his hand to do that, I would love that. I'd love that. But we're not purposely formed to that, do that. We're not purposely formed to try to create that kind of dynamic. We're purposely formed for the purpose of letting him have his way with our lives and what he can do. That's right. That's right. Well, just have a few minutes left here, Rocky. Um, how would you tell people to pray for us for this summit? You know, if they're going to be praying for us, any specifics that you come to your mind, how they can be praying for us? Well, I think I think like I would uh, if I were asking for how to plan for warfare, and I would play. I'd pray for protection uh, for you know over the over that. Not only people traveling and getting there on time, but also being there and, and returning home. And I pray for the families if they're they're leaving for a temporary time. That that comes to mind. Uh, and the next thing is that then I I pray for the great work of the Spirit. You know, I, I feel like that I feel like that he is willing and able and wants to do more than sometimes we're willing and able to accept. And my prayer is that we uh, we will be uh, open to him to move in, in that conference in our lives individually and collectively and let him speak to our hearts as never before. I, I just feel like that there's this is a time. In this world, that this is needed, and I, and I do believe that what can come out of this is going to be having effects that are going to be far greater than just 125 men meeting over a few days. And I'm praying for not only before and the time there, but also reentry and then the expansion of what's been given to them. Yeah, that's good. Well, and and as I said earlier, we're gonna. Uh, put out some of the recordings of different talks that we record and and uh, also hopefully maybe some videos too of, of what's going on there and 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 share that with everybody out there afterwards. Um, also, we'll share the link to that prayer meeting that you could join on uh, Thursday the 23rd and, and uh, at 7 p.m. Central Time. So we'll, we'll put out the word on that. So well, anyway, thank you for your time, Rocky, and uh, we will wrap this up and uh, We'll be back with some more uh, podcasts in a few weeks, uh, different topics and different testimonies and different things going on in the ministry. Uh, we call this the Influencers Network Podcast, and uh, we just like to try to uh, be messengers and share some of the, the amazing things God is showing us and uh, some of the great moves of His Spirit in, in transforming lives and in discipleship making. So uh, anyway, it's, it's very exciting. We all feel honored to be a part of it. So. Anyway, I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.
with me